What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. My name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports on YouTube, filling in for the boys today. So today we are here to talk about two names that I think the Browns could look to add in the upcoming NFL draft. So before we do, be sure to follow the Dogs Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. And then right now, the Twitter is just the Dogs Pod. Had some issues with Twitter, working it out. But for now, it's the Dogs Pod on Twitter. And be sure to check out the website, jointhedogs.com. That's going to be your way to get your voice heard on the show. So if you have an opinion you want us to talk about and you just want to hear what others think about it, jointhedogs.com is going to be the place for you. So be sure to check it out. So with that being said, let's talk about it. So the Browns this past week made a trade for Jets wide receiver Elijah Moore, where their trade the trade was pick 42, which was the Browns' first pick in the draft, uh, to the Jets, got receiver Elijah Moore and pick 74 in return. So this is going to shake things up because essentially what this trade does for the Browns is they can go into the draft and pick BPA with just about every pick, and especially their first pick, which will be pick 74. So this year, we're going to have two third-round picks and two fourth-round picks. So if the Browns have a guy that they've identified and they want to move up and get, they have the ammunition to do so. So we'll see as far as movement in the draft. We know AB is not afraid to move up. We've seen him do it with guys like JOK, and we've seen him move down, and it ended up pretty all right. We moved down last year and got Martin Emerson. So, you know, as far as the draft goes, AB has an interesting draft history, but we know one thing, he's not afraid to move. So with the Browns having the two third round picks and the two fourth round picks, it'll be interesting to say the least. Um, But like I said in the intro, I have two names for you that I think, you know, go out, watch their tape, do your homework on these guys. These are two players that I think the Browns could look to add that would be really good additions. So my first guy I have for you, which is my personal favorite and my choice of the two, is wide receiver Marvin Mims Jr. out of Oklahoma. So this guy, man, if you've if you haven't seen Marvin Mims Jr., just go to YouTube, look up his highlights, and imagine that on the Browns. I mean, that what an addition that would be to this Browns receiver room that is already just gotten better with the addition of Elijah Moore and Goodwin. So, you know, receiver is one of these positions that's kind of interesting, right? Because you can never have too many receivers. And for those of you who say, well, the Browns don't really need a receiver right now. Look at the Cincinnati Bengals. Look how stacked they are at receiver. And remember, you spent all this money and all these assets to get Deshaun Watson Why not ensure he has weapons around him for a long time? Because guess what? 
after this year, you could possibly lose DPJ. You could possibly lose Amari Cooper. And then you're really stuck with Elijah Moore, David Bell, Michael Woods. So I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I would prepare for the worst case scenario. If I'm Andrew Barry, I would look to add another receiver in the draft. And a guy like Marvin Mims Jr., I feel like would be a great, great fit on this team. If you go check out his highlights and you just picture him on the Browns, man, what a good fit that would be. And especially now that you have Elijah Moore, because these, I think Marvin Mims and Elijah Moore share a lot of similar characteristics as far as how they play the game of football. Now, Marvin Mims, in my opinion, severely underrated because of the lack of quarterback play last season. Now, remember, Caleb Williams transferred to USC. Uh, so, you know, you lose Lincoln Riley, you lose Caleb Williams. Of course, the production and the numbers are going to go down. Uh, but this is a kid who's been really, really good for a long, long time. Marvin Mims, 5'11", 183. So he's not necessarily a big receiver, but he plays big. Let me explain what I'm talking about. Marvin Mims is the type of receiver where you look at him and you say, man, that's probably just a slot guy or that's just a speed guy, but he can go up and get the ball. He has very, very impressive uh, hops. And, you know, his combine numbers, he had a 39.5 vertical jump, which isn't crazy, but if you watch him on the field, it looks better than that. He's, he finds ways to come down with the football. He ran a 438 40-yard dash. He's He's very fast. Um, there's a lot to like about him. He's a smooth route runner. He does have a little bit of a limited route tree right now, but keep in mind when I'm talking about adding another receiver, you're not going to be counting on him for this season. This is more so a next year and the year after that step up into a big time role. And I think he could have impact as soon as this season. He's got experience in the punt and kick return game. Um, he's just, he's got a lot of tools, man. (laughs) That's just what it comes down to for me. He's great run after the catch. He averaged 19.5 yards per catch for his career, which is crazy. He was used all over the field. So like I said, people are going to look at a receiver like Marvin Mims and say, man, that's just a slot guy. That's your speed threat. But he played all over the place. He was outside. He was inside. To me, he's a really good Z receiver, which that's kind of how the Browns are going to look at Elijah Moore as well. So to get two of those type of guys would be great because Elijah Moore, his production is going to go up. He's going to be very good on the Browns, right? He, he had terrible quarterback play with the Jets. They didn't use him to his full potential. He's got a lot of untapped potential, right? So he's going to be better on the Browns with Kevin Stefanski, with Deshaun Watson, So why not go out and bring in a guy on a rookie contract with similar skill sets? Because picture it, if you have two guys that can play inside and outside, imagine what you can do around them, right? Then you're not counting on specific types of receivers. So to me, I think Marvin Mims would be fantastic. And just looking at the wide receiver room next year, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, DPJ, David Bell, uh, you know, you can count Najoku and Atkins in there as far as receiving threats go. Adding a Marvin Mims Jr. is the cherry on top of next year. We are really good at wide receiver next year. 
this would open up even more, which is crazy. And plus, you know, there's that question as far as like the kick and punt return. You know, we're bringing back Jakeem Grant. He's coming off of an injury. Who knows what he's going to be. DPJ was good on punt return last year. But you bring in a guy like Mims, he can make the roster and help you there immediately as well as you can filter him in in rotation at wide receiver. I think, in my opinion, if the Browns leave this draft with Marvin Mims, I'm doing cartwheels. I mean, I I think it would be fantastic. So let me know what you guys think in the comment section about Marvin Mims. Um, If you do not know him, like I said, please, please go check his tape out. The dude is very fun to watch play the game of football. And like I said, don't judge his numbers necessarily based on last season. Right. Um, So kind of go into that with an open mind. He as far as projections go, both of these players that I have for you here today, their projections as far as where they're going to be picked is all over the board there. Some people think both of them could go as as high as second round someplace high to mid second round or where we're looking at third round. So just all depends where these guys slip. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Spring is in the air, and that can only mean one thing, spring grilling. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to spring into something delicious with their semi-annual sale. With 50% off site-wide, grab all your favorites like perfectly aged, tender steaks, ocean-fresh seafood, juicy burgers, incredible air-chilled chicken, and decadent desserts. Plus, when you go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. It's the perfect way to get fired up and spring into something special. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use code DOGS at checkout. Take advantage of this deal right now. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, and you're going to want to hurry because 50% off site-wide is only happening for a limited time. So don't miss your chance to save big right now. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout. Get that additional $30 off when you shop their semi-annual sale today. Minimum order may be required. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt-in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Sign up with code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now on to the next guy. Linebacker Jack Campbell out of Iowa. He is 6'5", 249 pounds. So the Browns and linebackers, right? This is kind of, for me, it feels like the defensive tackle position of last season where the Browns have added some guys. They've brought back Sione Takitaki, Anthony Walker, um, but it seems like the one position they haven't really addressed and they got a hit on picks because you're not going to have money to spend to fill in places that you can't draft. So they they got to start hitting on picks. Now, a guy like a Jack Campbell is going to come in and really be kind of a sure thing. As far as a sure thing as you can get, 
in the NFL draft. When you watch his tape, the dude, it's crazy. He's just, he plays the position right. <laughs> like, as I know that's kind of a an easy way out to describe a player, but he's a leader of the defense. He's very smooth. He's good in coverage. Um, you know, he's got, okay, so let's let's use a Madden term, right? Awareness. That is something that you can't really teach. It's just about being right place, right time. That's what Jack Campbell has, man. That guy always finds a way to fly to the football. He's not this crazy fast or crazy athletic. Now, don't get me wrong. He's very athletic and he's very fast. He ran a four-six-five uh, 40-yard dash. Uh, had a 1.59 10-yard split, 37.5 vertical jump. Um, there's a lot to like about Jack Campbell. There is a lot to like about Jack Campbell. But the thing for me is why he would be such a good fit. The Browns really need that middle linebacker, right? They need that middle linebacker where you can count on and you don't have to worry about it. And that's what Anthony Walker was for the Browns. But here's the reality. Anthony Walker isn't going to be here forever, right? The Browns had him on a one-year deal last year, and they re-signed him this year on a one-year deal. And I think that is a position that they probably should have signed a guy, but the options were not exactly great. You had guys like Bobby Wagner out there who ended up coming back to the Seattle Seahawks. So for the Browns, you look at their options that they have there, and there's just not a ton. There's not a ton. There's a lot of unproven guys. Um, and there's a lot that I like in the linebacker room, don't get me wrong. But how Jim Schwartz is going to decide to use this group of guys is going to be very interesting to me. And without a shadow of the doubt, the Browns are going to pick a linebacker at least in the 2023 NFL draft. It's just a matter of where, because you know, we had this debate a couple years back, if you remember, does Andrew Berry value linebackers? And everybody, including myself, said no, which, all right. I mean, I still would say he doesn't truly think linebacker is a crazy important position, but he traded up, like I said earlier, got JOK, and despite some people's opinions, which is crazy to me, by the way, let, let's just sidetrack here for a second. The fact that some people genuinely believe the Browns should cut JOK or trade JOK blows my mind. I cannot believe. And respected people, respected people who know what they're talking about, saying that the Browns should probably look to move on from JOK, it blows my mind because, you know, you add a guy like Jim Schwartz who can really get the best out of the defensive talent that you have why would you get rid of a guy like JOK? It just does not make sense to me. So, and that's not realistic anyway. There's really no reason to talk about that. Um, at least not this season. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But point being, Jim Schwartz is going, you're going to find out the value of these guys, right? Jacob Phillips is somebody that I really, really like. And I know he's kind of hated amongst most Browns fans now because of the fact that he's been injured a lot. And he hasn't played great when he has played. But I still think, I'm sorry, I still think there's potential there, right? I think that if you, if he's healthy, first of all, that's a big if. But if he can stay healthy and learn and listen to Jim Schwartz, 
I think he could get a lot out of him. What does that mean? I don't know because he's probably not going to be here long term, right? Um, but Jacob Phillips is somebody that I think Browns fans are kind of writing off that I think you could see a Jim Schwartz get something out of a guy like that. Sione Taki Taki, the Browns brought back on a one-year deal. Um, I think Taki has a lot of – he's shown flashes, man. Every Browns fan can can probably agree that Taki Taki is the one player on the Browns that – Sometimes you see it and it's like, man, that's special. And then other times it's like, okay, what's going on here? For me, I think a lot of the issues in the linebacker room and the D tackle room for, you know, for all accounts comes down to Joe Woods. I think Joe Woods was just atrocious. So when the Browns look at players in the draft and who they should look to add, to me, you find a guy who's got all of the traits and then you mold him, right? That's what I think for Jim Schwartz. That's what you do. Go get him players that have the traits that he can coach up and he can mold. And for me, Jack Campbell is that guy, right? I don't know where he's going to be picked because many view him as an elite linebacker prospect in this draft. So of the two I named you, uh, the two that I named for you here, Marvin Mims and Jack Campbell, I think Campbell is more likely to be off the board before the Browns pick just because of how deep receiver is. And I know some people would disagree, but the talent as far as depth at wide receiver is really second and third round for this draft. So it'll be interesting to see where guys go and how the board falls. But Jack Campbell, excuse me, Jack Campbell could go really high, right? There's kind of a debate among scouts as far as where he's going to be picked. I've seen people say he could even sneak up bottom of the first, early second. If that's the case, the Browns need to look to trade up for a guy like Jack Campbell. In my opinion, I don't think I would trade up for him unless it's a couple spots and a guy that you already like is off the board. Then I would think of doing it. But Campbell is very interesting. He's a massive dude, 6'5", 250, uh, moves well, fluid. Like I said, a great leader. He's got everything you want. He's got everything you could possibly want for that middle linebacker position that the Browns so desperately need. Like I said, the Browns have got to plan to get a replacement for Anthony Walker because you don't really want to keep signing guys like that on a one-year deal. And we've seen the Browns do this year after year after year now. And to me, it's time. Find your guy. Do your homework. Pick who you want. And Jack Campbell's not the only one. You know, he's just my favorite of the possibilities that I have on this list for two here for you. Um, But this is definitely a position the Browns have got to address. How they do it, they've shown they're going to do it in the draft. Because they've really not brought in significant help in free agency at the linebacker position because they had so many other holes to fill, right? I mean, you saw them trade for a receiver, spend a lot of money on Dalvin Tomlinson, brought in uh, Juan Thornhill, right? Brought in Obo Okoronkwo. Um, You know, the Browns made a lot of moves, but linebacker, has been one that they've been really quiet about other than bringing the guys back we already know. So that tells me they're looking to draft 
probably even drafting two. So if they're looking to draft two guys or a linebacker, they have to fit that mold, in my opinion, that Anthony Walker mold, because that's what the Browns need, right? You're not going to have JOK be a middle linebacker. So it'll be interesting. That's for sure. It'll be very interesting. But like I said, two guys that I really, really love, Marvin Mims Jr., who I think would light this offense up, especially next year, right? Next year, this, well, this coming season, I should say. When Cooper's still here, DPJ still here, Elijah Moore, you throw a guy like Mims in there, oh my goodness, that could be insane. And then Jack Campbell, like I said, leader of the defense, got all the tools in the world, could come in, mold him up. He could be your middle linebacker for a long, long time, so we hope. But let's have our fingers crossed that one of these two guys at least fall to us at 74, if that's where we stay and pick. Uh, But let me know your thoughts. Be sure to drop a comment in the comment section below. Who do you want? What do you think of these two? And like I said, do your homework. It's worth it. Go check these guys out. You want to know who your future Browns are? Go watch the tape. So with that being said, leave a like, subscribe, check us out. Like I said, Dogs Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. Let us know your thoughts at jointhedogs.com. And like I said, temporarily, the Dogs Pod on Twitter. My name, again, Derek Frisbee, DF Sports on YouTube. Be sure to drop me a subscribe if you like what I do here because... What I'm doing here is what I do on my channel as well. So, everybody, have a great rest of your evening, morning, lunchtime, whenever you're watching this. Go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.